This podcast is a proud member of the That Moment In Podcast Network. Check out the network at thatmomentin.com. Back, listeners, to yet another bonus episode of Cinema Recall Unfiltered over at ThatMomentIn.com. I'm your host, The Vern, and sometimes I hear that dead is better, but which dead is better? That's right, I'm going to be looking at both versions of Pet Cemetery, uh, both the 89 original as well as the 2018 remake. As you all know, this is based on the book by Stephen King, which I did not yet read, but I highly suggest you check out uh, these podcasts book versus movies as well as two view movies uh they do a really great job breaking down the differences between the books and the movies highly suggest you check them out but let's do this right now i gotta take a small break we're gonna play a uh spot for the 89 original and then i'll be back with the general plot description all right may the lord bless you and keep you has anyone ever buried a person up there daddy's gonna do something really bad Sometimes that is better. If it doesn't work, I'll just put him back. Stephen King's Pet Cemetery, rated R, starts Friday, April 21st at theaters everywhere. Welcome back, everybody. You just heard the ad for the 89 original that was directed by Mary Lambert and screenplay by Stephen King. And since this is unfiltered, I'm going to mess up a few words here and there, so I apologize in advance. But both the 89 version and the 2018 version, uh, they basically follow the plot to a T. They just made a few small differences, but the general plot involves the Creed family. We have Lewis his wife Rachel, his kids Ellie and Gage, and their cat Church. And they move out to the country to escape city life. Uh, he takes a job as the town's doctor, and they meet their neighbor Judd, and they find out that they live close to a to this animal graveyard, and uh, Rachel is kind of creeped out by that because she doesn't know quite how to handle death. And then one weekend, while she's away with the kids, visiting uh, the in-laws, um, the cat dies. The cat gets run over by this road because there's all these trucks driving by really fast. So Judd's like, well, look, I've got this idea. And because we know how badly, you know, your kid Ellie takes death and so does your wife Rachel. Well, there's this land, you know, across from the cemetery and we can bury your cat there. And uh, Lewis is like, all right, that sounds great. So he doesn't really believe it because Lewis is kind of a skeptical type of guy. He doesn't really believe in the supernatural. Um, but when the cat comes back after they bury them, them, not them, him there, everything's fine, you know. I mean, the cat's a little bit grumpy and he scratches at him, but hey, Ellie's got her cat back, so everything is just great, right? Um, and then there is a tragedy that strikes the family, and. This is where, you know, the story really picks up and there's key differences in both movies. Let's do this folks right now. Let's play the TV spot for the 2019 remake and then I'll be back to discuss some of those key differences between the both versions, alright? Why don't pets live as long as people? Based on the novel by Stephen King. Church? There's a place that brings things back. 
but then Joe come back the same. Daddy. If you've done something, Lewis, it's not too late to undo it. That cemetery in theaters April 5th. All right, so you just heard the uh, TV spot for the 2019 remake, which was directed by Kevin Klosch and Dennis Widmeyer, and I recognized those names because they did a really good horror movie called Starry Eyes, which I suggest checking out. So the key differences between both the 89 version and the 2019 version is a sequence involving you know their children and if you didn't guess by now yes there's gonna be spoilers here folks all right i should have mentioned that at the beginning of the show but yes if i'm comparing differences there's spoilers so in the 89 original the whole family is uh playing at this uh i guess rest stop um and cage is flying a kite and he's all very happy flying a kite and he's walking and he's going towards the road not really paying attention at all to what's going on and there's a truck coming by uh, Lewis sees the truck coming and he runs after the kid and just when he gets close to grab him he trips and falls uh, Gage goes into the streets and gets hit by a truck and I gotta say I just watched it not too long ago and it still has a really great impact alright uh, especially when you see the kid's shoe drop on the ground um, I wish that Mary Lambert didn't include a scene where you see where you see the truck er, excuse me <clears throat> we see the trucker gassing up and getting things ready and you see him driving listening to the Ramones I love the Ramones but I don't think that scene is needed uh, but still there's a great emotional impact when the truck hits so yeah so now Gage is dead in the remake they kind of play with expectations because in the remake you see Gage uh, start to go off into the road and I thought for sure that he's gonna get hit because that's what I remember from the original. But Lewis is able to grab the kid in time and he saves him. But I totally forgot that Ellie was in the road because she sees church coming back. She sees church coming back. And right around then, that's when the truck gets her. Uh, church in the remake has a lot more to do with the plot. You know, he definitely puts things more in motion than in the original. In the original, Church is just mean and just plays prints on people, like dropping rats in bathtubs and just being all, you know, just fucking mean, alright? But he looks more badass in the original. All black, those glowing eyes. That's a badass imagery, alright? The cat in the remake is just, I don't know, it's just too cute, alright? I, I just don't find him to be terrifying at all. So now you have two different kids who are dead. We got Gage in the 89 version, uh, and then we got uh, Ellie in the 2018 version. Uh, now Gage in the 89 version is played by Miko Hughes, who horror fans will recognize as being the son to Heather Langenkamp's character in Wes Craven's New Nightmare. And I gotta say, uh, hearing this sweet kid's voice holding a knife and committing these horrible things, it's just downright creepy for me, all right? Um, I will never forget hearing that sweet little voice telling his dad, who was played in the original by Dale Midcalf, that he played with Judd, then he played with Mommy, now he wants to play with him. And that moment there is just really freaky. Um, I gotta say that in the remake, uh, Jette Lawrence does a really good job playing Ellie uh, because her version of this is 
of one who's confused. She doesn't quite know exactly where she is, and she's very just person that's lost. All right, and so there's you know a great moment when uh, Lewis tucks her into bed and she's asking him all these questions, and she's just has dear confusement. But then the next scene, uh, she's trying to, um, I would say, relive part of her childhood by doing this dance that she knows so well, but then she becomes, like, angry. And I don't know, I just didn't really buy her becoming angry that quick. I know they're trying to get to the end in fast in this one, but I just didn't really quite buy that section of it. But I still like it, especially the moment when Rachel, played by Amy, uh, submits the remake for Caesar Daughter, and she so badly wants to hug her, and she does, but she can tell that this is not her kid. And so it was that pull and fighting, you know, with their emotions right there, which I thought was really cool. In the original Denise Crosby you know, as Rachel, when she sees Gage there, um, she doesn't really question it. You know, she just thinks that, hey, her son is back, all is well, because as you remember, Rachel doesn't quite know how to handle death. She doesn't like it. So when she sees her kid comes back, of course she wants to hug him. She has no idea that he's now evil, um, and he kills her. All right, they don't show that, which I found to be kind of odd. Um, now we're gonna get into the end of this, but I gotta say, for both these kids, um, they both do a good job in this, so I can't really fault it. It just depends on what you prefer. I personally kind of prefer the little boy just because it's so out of like left field seeing like this little toddler being this you know crazy killer that can kill people and you know start eating on people and the original he starts feeding on Judd's neck after he cuts his foot um, but I do think um, Jetty Lawrence the uh, remake does you know really good job trying to make the character uh, stand out a little bit more so I do appreciate that now we're going to get into the key differences is the ending Alright, um, so in both versions, uh, the kids kill the mother, Gage kills, you know, uh, Denise Crosby's character, and Jenny Lawrence kills Amy Smith's character. Alright, so the father has a, in the original, uh, the father has a confrontation with uh, Gage, and he injects him with the serum that makes him become dead again. Uh, he sees that his wife is dead, feeling heartbroken, he decides to bury her in the cemetery because in his mind he thinks that since she just died, he can bury her and everything will be just fine. And I've, and as he's going out to the cemetery, uh, he sees, uh, uh, I think it was Victor Pascal, who is a character I forgot to mention earlier, but he is a guy who died under Lewis's care because he got hit by a truck and he wasn't able to save him in time uh, and he tries to war in both versions he warns him about the dangers of the cemetery but I gotta say in the original that character is better used because he's more active and he's trying to help both uh, Lewis and Rachel stop these things from happening so in the original uh, he says to Victor hey don't worry man my wife just died. Everything's fine, man. I'm gonna bury her right now. She's gonna be a-okay, alright? Yeah. And then he goes and buries her, sits back down to the house, plays some solitaire. She comes back home and, you know, she's missing, like, you know, her eyeball and stoles are prodding out of her face. But hey, it's, it's his wife and, you know, he's happy. So they start making out and kissing and he's, gonna, he's feeling like he's gonna do some hot loving. And then she pulls up a knife and then it cuts to black, but we hear that awesome songs from the Ramones. 
doing the Talson right there. So that's the end of the 89 version. In the 2019 version, um, at least before, uh, Ellie kills um, Rachel. And for some reason, I don't know how this is explained, but she's able to carry her body past that barrier by the pet cemetery and bury her in the other graveyard. So now um, she's buried there. Lewis comes back to the gravesite and sees Ellie there. They get into a confrontation and he throws her down. They start fighting. And just when he's about to kill her, that's when Rachel comes in and bam, stabs him. Alright, and just put something right through his chest, and he's dead now. They both take him to the pet cemetery. Now, earlier, before he gets into a fight with his daughter, uh, Lewis locks his son Gage in the car and tells him to not open the door for anybody at all, alright? Um, and Gage is played by twins, uh, uh, let's see now, Lucas and Hugo Lavoie. So. The sun ri I'm gonna set the scene for you. The sun rises, and little Gage is peeking up right now, and he sees that the house next to him is on fire. And then out in the distance, he starts seeing his family come walking to the car, but they're not his family. They are all dead. All right, and they get close to the car. Church jumps up on the car, and the last thing you hear is the door unlocking. And I thought that was a brilliant ending to this feature because it puts in your head all these horrific things that are going to happen and I thought it was just brilliant. Uh, so yeah, there's like really good and bad to both of these movies but I mainly just wanted to get into a uh, discussion about the differences. You know, one character I totally forgot to mention was the character of Judd. He's the guy that introduces the Creed family to the Pet cemetery. And in the original, he's played by Fred Gwynn. And in the remake, he's played by John Lithgow. And ah, I judge the character by how they're introduced. And in the original, uh, Judd, and that one, helps save Gage before he's hit. And he has a good relationship with the family. But in the remake, Ellie's in the pet cemetery. And she sees the barrier. She starts climbing. And what does the guy do? He yells at her, which scares her, makes her fall, she gets stunned by a bee. Come on, dude, really? She's a little girl, did you really have to yell at her? So, yeah, he just seemed to be this gruff guy who turned out to have this hard gold. But Fred Gwynn, he was just nice from the start, man. So yeah, I'm under the edge to Fred Gwynn on this one, folks. I, I know I have a review over at thatmomentin.com for the remake, and I gave it three stars. And after re-watching the original, I'll have to give that one three stars, too. Um, they are great, but they just don't really tap in to the mindset of what it is to lose somebody. And I think the only horror movie that did that well was Hereditary. Um, I think if you got the director of Hereditary to do this, it would be a much more faithful adaptation. But then it would not make money. Any, it would not make any money at all. All right. Uh, so that's it right now for my bonus thoughts on Pet Cemetery. Thank you so much for sticking with me for these minutes here. Greatly appreciate it. As always, you can check out all of our episodes over on thatmomentin.com. Um, we are on uh, Twitter. Just type in cinema. We're at, sorry, Twitter. We're at cinema underscore recall. On Facebook, just search cinema recall. 
uh, email us uh, any suggestions or if you want to have one of your ad spots used on whatever show at cinema sorry cinema recall at gmail.com that's our email address uh, I'm out of breath here folks uh, but that's it right now uh, anyways I am the Vern thank you very much for sticking with me folks um, not quite sure when that episode of cinema recall is going to post but it hopefully will soon but I hope you're having all a great day and have a great weekend alright good night everybody Addicted to the sacred place This ain't a dream I can't escape Molders and fangs that are picking up bones Spirits moaning among the tombstones And at night when the moon is bright Someone cries something ain't right I don't want to be buried In a pet cemetery Baby